Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. All right. Okay. Well, I was going to say thank you, Annette, for that beautiful introduction. I was going to, like, come up here and say, you know, we all have a lot of roles that we play as women, especially. Um, There's a lot of things that we do in life that we don't get credit for. And I feel like the most important thing that you need to know about me is that I love Jesus. And um, I do have a degree in nursing, and it has nothing to do with what I'm doing now. (laughs) So, Doctor means nothing up here. Um, he's, God's recently called me to this new place of writing and ministry, and it's, it's new to me, and it's so exciting, and it's something that I'm having to just walk very open-handed before God and surrendered before God to do because I don't feel qualified. I feel very qualified to get up here and give you a lecture about nursing, <laughs> but, um, but not to talk about um, this sometimes because I'm still living in it. I'm still... I'm still walking through things, and so I want us to walk through this together. Um, my scripture tonight is going to be Proverbs 4, 25 through 27. If you want to turn there, and we'll go there in a minute. What I was thinking about as I was getting ready to speak tonight is what a crazy season that we're in and how painful it is sometimes. I mean, even just COVID aside, I feel like we've all walked through some really hard things in the last couple of years. And um, my friend Allison and I used to ride to work together when I worked at Grayson. (laughs) And when COVID first started and we were hearing about all this, you know, shaking, there's going to be this shaking going on. And we were like, yeah, Jesus, shake us, you know. (laughs) And um, two years later, we're like, please stop. (laughs) We're done shaking. (laughs) This is not enough. (laughs) So um, I really... I've just started thinking about that, and God reminded me of this story that I want to share with you. And my lesson's going to go along with this, and it's called Lessons from Mountain Biking. So have any of you guys ever been mountain biking? Oh, I have great respect for you. (laughs) So my 12-year-old son, he's the only one I have left at home. This summer, we decided that we were going to take this trip of a lifetime trip and get out and do something super fun together. And his idea was to go to Moab, Utah, and do all the adventurous things. And I love being adventurous, um, but kind of at my own speed, (laughs) do my own things. Well, he was like dead set on, Mom, we've got to go mountain biking one day. And I was like, bud, I haven't been on a bike in probably 35 years, and the last one I was on was a banana seat bike with tassels. (laughs) Like, I'm not sure about mountain biking. Those things look intimidating. But he kept on and kept on and kept on, like, please, Mom, can we go mountain biking? I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's try it. So we get up one morning, and Moab also is a really kind of odd place. It's kind of an original place to mountain bike. Nowhere else is like it. Um, The ground is really rocky. It's high desert terrain, lots of cactus, (laughs) lots of um, scrub brush stuff around. Um, So it was intimidating. So we get up, we go out to rent our bikes, 
Um, and we get, get there, and I'm telling the guy that's running us the bikes, I'm like, I haven't been on a bike literally in 35 years. And he was like, just get on it and ride around the parking lot. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. And I was like, okay. So I rode around the parking lot a little bit, and um, then we, we took off. Um, but before, he did give me a few pointers, and that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight is the pointers that he gave me. And as I was riding, God started revealing things in my heart about what he told me. So... The first thing he told me about how to be successful in riding this mountain bike was to pick a line and look ahead at where you're going. Don't look at the obstacles around you, because when you look at them, you're going to go toward them. So the very first thing I did, we got on the bikes, we're on this kind of wide trail. It's kind of, you know, it's comfortable. I'm like, all right. And then we get to the real trail, (laughs) which is uh, not as comfortable, little narrow trail. Um, It kind of widens out in one spot, and I'm thinking, pick a line, pick a line, and there's like, there's a rocks over there, and there's like a drop right there, and there's uh, shrubs over here, and I'm like, I don't want to hit the cactus. Guess where I went, because I was looking at it. <laughs> I went right over toward the, sh- the shrub bush, bush, and I ran into it. I did not fall. It didn't fall over, but the pedal hit the back of my leg, scraped it all up, and I was like, this is a disaster. <laughs> um, but what, what God showed me in that, I'm going to read Proverbs 4.25. It says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. You know, even when we're walking through life, we have to pay attention to be looking ahead to where God is calling us to, be following the path that he's put us on and not get caught up on all the distractions. Um, I mean, how many of you feel like your life has gone perfectly like you had it planned out, exactly like you wanted? (laughs) I'm like, no, nothing has gone according to my plan. Like, it's totally different. And then how do we even know which way to choose? You know, when we get to that point and we're looking at those different options, and they might be all really good things, or they might be all things that we don't want to do, and we still have to choose to go forward. So how do we, how do we know what, what way to go? And God reminded me of Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We all know this scripture. We say it a lot. So what I kind of want God to do and what I thought when I'm first reading this is like, yeah, God, light it all up so I can see exactly where I'm going. And then I'll take over and I'll make it there fine. <laughs> but that's not what he's saying here. He's saying that his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And as I started thinking about that, I'm like, that's right here in front of me. And it reminded me, I'm telling you guys all my secrets tonight, but I grew up coon hunting. Has anybody been coon hunting? That's a big one. Hey, look, I got, (laughs) all right, my sister. (laughs) I grew up coon hunting Um, From about the age of four or five until my dad says I figured out there are boys in the world, about 12 or 13, then I quit him. Um, And when we went, would go coon hunting, um, it's really, really dark. The darker the night, the better. And we'd take the dogs out. And my dad would always wear this headlamp um, with a battery. And I was too little because the things were heavy back then. I couldn't carry one. So I would have to follow my dad. And his light would be shining on the path right in front of us. And that's all we could see. And God was just kept reminding me about, keep following your daddy. I'm right here in front of you. I'm shining the light on the path that I've called you to take. 
and it may just be one step at a time. And when I, in my youth, would get distracted and run off the trail, I always ended up falling down, (laughs) scraping myself up, and my daddy would always have to come back, pick me up, carry me uh, back on the trail, get his light back on the trail, and I could start following him again. So it's super important that um, when you start looking at those distractions, when you start getting caught up in things that are um, pulling you away from God, remember to keep your, keep your um, eyes on that light that's on the path right in front of you. Follow Jesus because he's never going to guide you wrong. The second thing he told me was to keep your momentum up and things will be easier on the, on the mountain bike. Okay, so I did say I was adventurous, and I am, but I like to be slowly adventurous. I don't like speed that much. And so if I can do things, we go skiing, snow skiing all the time, and I'm always like the last one down. So I'm like, I don't need to break anything. I'm <laughs> just going to enjoy myself. Y'all leave me alone. Um, and so I was like, oh, keep my momentum up. And he said, if you'll keep your momentum up, you're going to roll over those rough places. But when you try to slow down and ease your way through it, you're feeling every bump, and it's going to cause you to crash because you're going to lose control. And um, so Proverbs 4.26 says, Watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth, and the road will be safe and smooth before you. So, you know, things don't necessarily have to be smooth, yet when you're in that place where you have your momentum going, you're following your dad, um, you can kind of glide over those things and it makes it easier. One of the things that I think slows us down so much is fear. And I think, um, you know, we, we look at our situations that we're in and I think about just myself recently um, being in a situation where I had a choice to make. Um, I was in a hard place And I was scared in the place that I was, and it wasn't good, but it was familiar. And I knew how to maneuver that hard. And even though I was scared to be there, I knew that stepping out of that place was an unfamiliar hard. And I kind of got stuck in this place, even though I felt like God was saying, you know, I have so much more for you. I have so much more for you. I could feel him tugging at my heart but I was afraid to take that step out of what was familiar to me, even though I hated being there. I wasn't comfortable there. It was painful. It was a painful place. I was more afraid of taking that step. And so I stayed in this place for probably two and a half years of just living in this uncomfortable but familiar hard (laughs) and being scared to move. And you know, the, I could almost say the second that I decided, God, I'm whatever you say, you know, I, I am going to just trust you. I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to step out and I'm going to trust you. The second I did that, everything changed. It was, it was amazing. Literally that week is when God gave me the idea for my book. I've, been, I've known I was supposed to write for years and years and years and nothing ever came. I journal, journal, journal and nothing Within a week, he gave me the idea for the book in like an hour, all lined out, and I wrote it in a month, less than a month. Like, it was supernatural, 
not me. I can't say that it was me because I'd been sitting on stuff for years <laughs> and uh, nothing happened. Um, so I want, you, I want just to remind you that when you find yourself in those situations, don't hold on so tightly. Be open-handed before God. We don't have to control everything. Um, our dad is so, so good. And sometimes he's calling us to step out of those um, familiar hard places and take a risk into something that's unfamiliar um, and get our momentum up. And then, you know, there's been things that have happened since that time that weren't easy. But you know what? It was, I felt like we just kind of glided through those so much easier than when um, I was back there stuck and feeling every little bump in the road as I went. So the third thing he told me before we took off was, trust your bike. It was made to do this. And so I was like, okay, but I don't know, <laughs> because there's some little drops that were like this high, and I don't want to go off of that. <laughs> um, but those bikes, I don't know if you've ever watched people like really mountain bike, they'll drop 10 or 12 feet and hit the ground and just keep going. And I'm like, I don't know about this. But, um, you know, I found out as I began to ride my bike on these trails, um, I would just repeating these things to myself, you know, keep your speed up, um, look ahead, trust my bike, trust your bike, trust your bike. <laughs> Gabe, my 12-year-old, was in front of me, and so he would kind of warn me when things were coming up. He would be like, mom, drop. I was like, okay. And so I'm like, trust my bike. And um, I'd go over and literally six or eight inches, but it felt huge to me. And, um, and you know what? My bike held up. It didn't even like jar me. Had great suspension. And um, Proverbs 4.27 says, don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. And what God reminded me in this about trusting was we have to learn to trust the Jesus in us. You were created to be right here, right now, where you are. There was not a mistake. You were designed to be here today, to be living the life that you're living now. You were, um, the Holy Spirit partners with you to walk through the things that you're walking through right now. So don't get sidetracked like it says, wondering how you're going to make it work, how you're going to make it happen. We have to learn the posture of just trusting Jesus. And what, the story that he reminded me of um, when I was just praying over this is a time several years ago, um, I had lost a son, and then a couple years later, um, within 14 months, lost my dad, very unexpectedly, my grandma and then my husband very unexpectedly in a very short time together. And during that time, I would go a lot of days just walking, and I would walk down to the cemetery and just kind of walk around, you know, because I felt like I was almost closer to heaven at times than I was to earth, you know, because you just, I was like, there's so many people there that I love and I would walk around the cemetery, and I found myself one day sitting by my son's headstone and talking to God, and I said what Job said, you know what, even if you slay me, still I'll trust you, and there wasn't ever 
any idea in my mind that God caused any of this, and I don't want you to ever think that, because um, I, I trust the character of God. But what I was saying was, I know your character, God. I know that you're good. I know that you're trustworthy. I know that I can trust you. So no matter what happens to me, no matter what goes on in this life, I trust you. I trust you completely. And, you know, since that time, during those times when things were really hard, it was, it's easy to do that. It's easy. It was easy for me at that point because I felt like God gave me the grace to be like, I don't even know. I'm, I don't know, but I trust you, whatever it's going to be. Um, but when things are good, when things are smooth, sometimes that's the hardest time to be in this posture of trusting God because that's when I feel like, all right, I got my stuff together. I can, I can make this happen. I don't, need, I don't need you as much as you know, I thought I did. Um, but I, he still reminds me that even when things are good, even when things are going your way, there's, it's so important to be in that posture of trusting him, that no matter what happens, I know your character, God, and I trust you. So those are the three points the guy gave me, and I learned so much, but God wasn't finished with me. So here's what happened. <laughs> I made it through the whole trail. We rode like four or five hours. I was doing pretty awesome. I have to say so. Gabe was even kind of impressed. Um, and my family and friends know this story, so they'll be like, oh gosh, you're telling this again. But, <laughs> but we, we were coming back up to the um, back rental shop, and I was like, uh, I was even standing on my back a little bit, you know, like I'm coasting. I was like, I, I did so awesome today. <laughs> So we pull up to the front of the back rental shop, and there's like some teenage boys sitting around and some families. There's more people there than there was there earlier when we left. And Gabe pulls up and stops, and this is gravel parking lot. And I pull up and stop beside him. And when I put my foot down, I don't know what happened, but I was like, whoa, and I fell off the bike onto the gravel. <laughs> the bike fell, just like crashed out right there in front of everyone. <laughs> And God reminded me um, later, I didn't, not at that moment, if you ever want to embarrass a 12-year-old too, that's the way to do it. <laughs> I was really good at that. Um, but he reminded me not to go thinking that I can do it on my own and that I have it all together. Because when I try to take control and I'm like, I got this down, I don't need you anymore, um, that's, when, that's when I crash and burn. <laughs> so he... Um, he gave me this scripture, Proverbs 19, 21, and I love this. A person may have many ideas concerning God's plan for his life, but only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. So see, I want to kind of move into the realm of control when I, um, things are going good. I'm like, I have this, God. You know, you gave me my three points. I've done them all. So light up the path and I'll take it from here. Like I said, and I, God's like, no, I want, you to, I want you to trust me. Only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. And I really feel like it comes down to understanding and walking through this life requires surrender and humility before Jesus. We've got to trust his character that he's good. He's a good God, and he's not going to lead us wrong. Um. And when we walk in that humility and surrender, it opens up this freedom to be who God created us to be and to not worry so much about um, 
what the world thinks about us or what the world even thinks about our decisions and what we're, what we're doing. Um, but to be able to walk in that freedom of just trusting him. So just to recap, this is gonna, about to end it here. Um, be sure, as you're walking through life, trying to figure things out, remember to pick a line and look ahead to where you're going. Don't get sidetracked by the obstacles. Um, follow the light that your daddy's shining for you. And it may just be one step at a time, but take those steps as he leads you. Keep your momentum up. So don't let fear get in the way. Don't let fear slow you down. Be willing to take those risks and trust, trust Jesus. And then trust your bike or trust the Jesus of the Holy Spirit in you um, because his character is good and he is not going to lead us wrong. And then lastly, don't start thinking you can do it on your own when things start going good because you don't want to look like I did on the mountain bike. Don't fall over. So I'm going to pray, um, and I think Jesse's going to come up and play. But if you're struggling in any of these areas um, or just are wondering, you know, what, I don't know, <laughs> anything that's going on, what am I doing here? What's, what's happening, God? What's, um, what are you calling me to? How do I walk this out? Um, I've, the ministry team will be here, and I will be here, and we would love to pray um, with you tonight. Um, but before that, I want to just pray over us, and then uh, Jesse will play a little bit. Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for the freedom that you offer when we just surrender and are obedient to you, God. God, we thank you that you use broken things just like we sang earlier, and that's what we are. We are broken things, and I thank you that you, that's what you prefer to use. You don't demand perfection. What you ask for is surrender and obedience, and we just thank you that you're willing to use us, Jesus. We thank you that you give us direction. God, that your character is good, that you're a good, good God, and that you love us so much that even when we get off the trail and fall down, you always turn around and come back and get us that you never leave us just there floundering. God, I thank you for every woman here tonight. I thank you. Thank you for the freedom that, that you offer. God, I thank you for the love that you have for, for every person in this room, and I thank you that you're calling. You're constantly calling us, Jesus, to follow you to follow in your footsteps. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 